Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Podcasting. Podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Prime Podcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. Matthew, how are you, Christopher, mate? good, mate. Uh, good to be here again. Yes. Mate, I've been waiting. You're on episode eight, mate, and it looks like you're going to be on episode 10. So uh, not long, mate, quick, not long between both. Quick turnaround, I like it. Yeah, quick turnaround. What's been happening? Uh, I mean, plenty. I think last time we spoke, I was um, still before the courts with my uh, indiscretion. That has since been resolved, um, which is a good relief. Um, and then just getting on with everyday life in this in this crazy world, mate. Mate, so um, we spoke about it briefly on some live videos we've done, but mate, run us through what happened, what you did with the playground sign and what transpired after that. Yeah, so I, um, you know, during Queensland's, one of Queensland's recent snap lockdowns in um, August, the, all the playgrounds were closed. There was a playground up the road from me. Um, the sign had already been removed. It was leaning up against a fence post. I picked up the sign off the ground, um, documented on my Instagram stories why I think playgrounds should be open, um, you know, critical element to children's welfare physically and mentally and, and parents as well to a degree. Um, well, not to a degree, to a huge amount uh, with young children, you know, as a parent. I know the reprieve I get taking my son to the park. It's not just for him, but it's for me. It's a little bit of a break. And I know uh, parents all around Australia feel the same way. Um, I, uh, yeah, subsequently removed that sign, um, filmed myself putting it in a bin and was then arrested and charged for stealing. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, went through the court process for a couple of months. And it's just recently been resolved, which, as I said, is is a good relief. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I am posting an article with your story in a bit more detail, so people can check that out as well on uh, what is it www.theprimod.com. So I'll publish that around the same time that this uh, podcast goes live. But as you had an interaction uh, on the court date with a, a police officer, a senior sergeant, um, there was a bit of a deal struck. Uh, between yourself and the officer um, that you would sort of publicly denounce what you'd done in terms of them in, in, in yeah well firstly you know that was um, I wasn't going to run off and and talk about that uh, I was not disappointed but a bit a bit surprised that that went straight to the media um, from the police uh, you know obviously I didn't need the police to tell me what I did was not the best way to go about it and, and unlawful. I, you know, I think a few days after I put up the Instagram stories in question, I posted another video, um, you know, explaining that I regretted the, how I handled myself. I let my frustrations get the better of me. I, um, you know, wasn't the best way to handle myself and, and I still stand by that, <clears throat> you know, um, what, whatever way you look at it, at the end of the day, it was uh, a break of a law. Some people will think it, it's not a, not a serious matter. That's, you know, that's up to the individual to, to be concerned with. But, yeah, I, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I did break the law um, and I regret that and wish I didn't do that. Uh, but, yeah, to, to then you know, speak to media and international publications, actually, and for the media to then run that story. And uh, I was labelled, I think it was in the, in the article in question, it called me radical, it called it radical behaviour, um, which oh, I strongly disagree with. Um, again, I admit that I, I did something wrong, but I... Think it's the furthest thing away from being considered a radical um and i mean what it's a, it's a bit concerning i think when parents who 
you know, at the end of the day, really just have their child's best interest at heart um, and albeit do something, you know, not by the book, get called a radical for that behaviour. It's, it's a bit worrying on what precedence that speaks of, of labelling people publicly um, to international media as well. Uh, you know, it, it wasn't the best thing. And I'm, I think it's a bit unfortunate that that happened. It's very unfortunate because it sort of sets a, a, a precedent in the country as to what we can and can't do. And that sort of what you did now, whether it's right or wrong, technically, legally, it's wrong. But I'm, I'm a big believer in every action has an intention behind it. Now, depending on what your intention is, it should be how that, that, that action is judged. So, you know, if you're, for example, um, if you're flying down the highway or wherever you are, flying down the road to get to the hospital because you're not well or your passenger's not well and you're caught speeding, that's different to if you just decide you want to, you're fucking hungry and you want to stop off at Macca's, so you fly down to Macca's. Now, same, same, same crime, both speeding, but with different intentions behind it. Um, so I think in every crime and every action, you have to look at the intention behind it. And I think the reason why you did what you did was simply from a place of compassion and concern um, and definitely frustration, which a lot of us have been feeling. And especially with the, the climate that we're living in, I would expect the police and other relevant bodies to understand that people are going to do things like this out of frustration. Doesn't necessarily mean they're a bad person and definitely I mean, doesn't mean they're a radical. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to, <laughs> it's a fucking joke. I understand, a joke. I understand that, you know, I had time to reflect on it and I do understand the, the, the policing point of view of it too. Um, I think the outcome was correct. The charges were dismissed. I think that was 100% the correct outcome. Mm. Um, so for that, you know, um, for the police to give me the warning that they did, then I think, you know, I think you can agree too that, that that's probably a, a correct outcome, Chris. Um, Definitely. But what, what was a bit unfortunate, as I said, was, was to be publicly again, in an international publication, be labelled radical for that. Um, that, that. That's the most disappointing thing. Um, I respect the police's decision in that, in, in, in how they handled um, the case and the outcome of the case, but I don't uh, respect that label of me and I, I deny that I can be any way a radical. No, and I think... If that's that officer's definition of radical, then I think he lives in a in a bit of a bubble, considering there's genuine radicals out there that wish harm on Australians and actively plan and plot um, horrendous crimes on humanity. To put you in that same category, um, yeah, is, well, that, is, that's yeah, that that's the disappointing um, and upsetting thing, mate. So, and and again, like you know, it's in one way it is putting fear into into other people who, who, as you said, have the best intentions. Yeah, you can have the best intentions. You can still break the law. So that's what you've, you know, you've got to be wary of that. To, the laws are the laws for a reason. You know, I get that. But let's, you know, if someone shoplifts a, a, a drink, for example, they're not going to be called a radical. No. And um, mate, if, if there was any other sign, if you would have taken off a no smoking sign or no parking sign, you wouldn't be called a radical. It's because it has to do with the current situation with COVID, the governments, everything else that's going on. They've used you as an example to say, listen, this won't be tolerated. Just like they use the protesters as an example in Sydney. That, uh, you know, and the problem that's causing is that you have an entire country that's scared of the government. Now, throughout history, nothing good has ever come from a, a nation where the, the people are scared of the government. The government should be scared of the people because ultimately the people are the ones, we have the power to, to vote them in, vote them out of parliament and government. At the moment, that's shifted. And now you've got the entire country, uh, in particular certain states, uh, the entire east coast of this country, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, especially down in Melbourne at the moment, um, mm. with, What's going on down there, dictator Dan Andrews? Yeah, I mean, you don't. You again, it's it's a fight line. Like I wouldn't have done what I did if I knew it would result. I, I wasn't thinking. I I honest to God didn't think I was 
breaking a law. Again, I realise I, I was wrong in that. Um, but it's, you know, how many people is, is that going to happen to when they genuinely did, didn't think they were doing anything illegal? Because that's, that's what it was at the end of the day. And then, um, yeah, to be, to be considered... To be cons- the most unfortunate thing, mate, was just going to the media. Um, as I said, I had, I still have no interest in, in speaking to the mainstream media. And, and that article was the day after my um, decision was final. So it was, it, was, uh, it was disappointing, to be honest. And I just want to get on with things, I, I don't, you know, and just go about my life as, as we all do the best we can at the moment, which is, which is not easy because it's constantly adapting and, and stuff like that. And that has had an impact to me, you know, just that, that label um, with my online presence getting called that is, is detrimental to my character. It is detrimental. And it's, I'd also say it's, it's, you got, you got a, a case there for defamation, mate, because mate, um, uh, We've had many, many, many conversations where I can assure everybody listening that you are the furthest thing from a fucking radical. You are a frustrated Australian that's concerned with what's happening. You're concerned with the mental and physical health um, of, of people around you, everyone in general. Um, and what you did wasn't out of malice. You didn't do it to, you didn't do it as a fuck you to the government. You didn't do it as a, I'm going to destroy this because I want, I want to damage it or damage a property. Nothing like that. It was, Frustration, because you see what's happening around you with the, the mental health and the physical health of everyone, but especially children, are being yeah, playground it's, it's suffering. Not getting, it's That's not. It. I mean, it's not getting talked about as much as it should. I mean, it's slowly coming out because of Victoria. There's some, there's some great people doing, you know, and some great doctors speaking out. But really, it's you know, page six or page seven. It's not page one when it should be. When you've got, you know, three hundred odd teenagers getting rushed to emergency every day every uh every week i think it was with you know self-harm injuries and um you've got kids under 10 uh you know showing signs talking about you know some pretty awful things um that that needs to be front and center to make people aware there needs to be more money there there needs to be you know more support there's there's not the people in people in charge are saying, oh, there's helplines and stuff. There's four, five, six hour waits on some of those helplines. And again, this is no criticism of the people working there. They're amazing. Um, but there's only so many phone calls they can answer. And what are you, what are you throwing money at? Tests that are, are being scrapped in a majority of countries all around the world for um, not being accurate at 70 to $200 a test yeah, that's what, that's where that that money's going. Um, Mate, I think it's, nuts. it's better spent elsewhere, to be honest. Mate, the world's absolutely nuts, and it's not just here in Australia; it's worldwide, excluding a few countries that. Um, but you know, majority of the countries around the world are going through the same thing. Australia at the moment is is we're in a very bad place, and I don't know what it's going to take for people to to wake up and see what's going on, that it's, it's much more than what's been presented. Now, what, there's many areas of this. Now, where do you start? There's, the, like, there's a shift happening in terms of, uh, I'll go out and say it. So, you know, two, three years ago, if you were to come out like Sam Frost came out on a video, an emotional video and said what she'd said, she would be called, don't get me wrong, she still is being called brave and strong, which she definitely is. Yeah, but um, that's all, I mean, and, and she is, but that's all we would have heard about her, which is great, you know. And, and, how, yeah. How I'm, great is this? Except now, it's it, you have to kind of dig for that information, though, don't you? Well, yeah, you have to dig for it because there's all these other fucking idiots on there that are saying that she's dangerous and that it's... Uh, as I put a post up this morning, and I, I, I did that post that I put up, I'm sure you would have seen it, about segregation, choice, discrimination, and all the rest yeah. of it, because it's driving me insane that these arguments that are being presented are entirely baseless, but it's just flooding social media. It's flooding it, and people reading it, and they're, they're believing it, they're buying into it, um, and you can't say anything against it, otherwise you're considered a, 
a conspiracy theorist or a fucking nut job or whatever it may be. I mean, for, for media to actively incite bullying, and there's no two ways about it, that's what they've done. You've had, who's that fucking Muppet, Bo Ryan? Is, I only learned his name yesterday because I was reading all the thing. Bo um, Ryan, the, um, the, the former NRL yeah, player. Yeah, who is that pigeon? He played some sport, didn't he? I don't even know. I don't even know um, what he said. What did he say? Oh, him and some TV hosts were, were going on about Sam and how harmful and basically inciting bullying, saying he can understand the comments and the frustration of people towards her. Hang on a second. No, you can't understand any hateful comments against anyone, no matter what side of the fence they're on. It's, it's just unacceptable, let alone doing it to someone who has publicly announced that she has mental health issues um runs you know a, a mental health support group um so it's very close to her heart and then you've got people on mainstream media reaching the masses saying that they can understand the comments towards her like are you kidding me i reckon it was only a, a couple of years ago that there was a massive campaign to try and prevent online bullying because obviously it's very hard to prevent it you know, from the gut, I believe it was a federal campaign. Um, well, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure, Chris. And now you've got media, one particular, you know, you had that Bo Ryan, what an absolute muppet. He's got brain cells knocked out of him playing whatever stupid sport he played then, obviously. Um, I've got to ch- jump on and say that because I can't, I haven't seen what he'd said or heard what he said. Yeah. So. And then you've got, what is it, news.com.au, posting videos of trying to counterattack what she said and, and debate it like, no. You, you, that right there, putting that up is inciting. It is. Hatred. It's inciting hatred towards her. and it's. It, but I had look, a read of it. I mean, I, I did read the comments and, and news.com.au got slammed for even posting it, rightfully so. Turn their comment. They turn their comments off again, like they normally do. Yeah, yeah, they turned them off, mate. Is, but the yeah. first fifty comments were um, slamming them, so that's probably. News.com.au are the. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They're the, 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 the worst type of journalist. I don't know where they get their their writers from, or their staff from. Yeah, but they're the epitome of, of, of scum in this country. They're fucking atrocious. News.com.au Seven News closely follows that. There's a lot of them. Pedestrian TV. They're just as bad writing articles for the fucking woke, the woke left crowd. It's in, And they're getting away with it. Do you know why? Because they're protected under political correctness. If they would have come out and say what they'd said about Sam to Abby Chatfield, A, they wouldn't do it. And B, it'll probably get removed because it's going against somebody who, who advocates for the uh, national vaccine program. If you advocate for that, you can say it or do whatever the fuck you want online and you're safe. Oh, you get paid, you get paid big dollars too, mate. So um, Yeah, you do, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've been offered it. I've been offered, so there you go. As someone I really hate, I'm not even gonna say the word the influencer word, but as someone with um social media presence, I, I think I, I view myself as a as a coach, um, and no other word, because uh, that's what I am. Um I was offered I was offered money to be a part of a campaign to push something that I have no right to be pushing, and I think everyone else that has no right, no knowledge, um, should. There's sellouts, mate. That's a that's a bottom line. They are sellouts. They're, sellouts. they're selling their. You know what? They're selling their. But very dangerously selling it because, whatever way you do, whether you're telling someone not to or you're telling someone to do you can cause that person who might take your word for it hang on every word you say you might cause them serious harm both sides of the fence serious harm whether they don't do it and they get really sick from COVID or they do do it and they get an adverse reaction that lots of people are and it's not getting spoken about how many people are but I've I've had a you know, some people close, I don't want to go into two specifics, but let's say very, very, very close to me uh, that have been seriously injured and all passed away uh, very, very soon after. 
um, that. So both sides of the fence, if you've got no qualifications, shut your fucking mouth and stop promoting it for money, you rats. Like, that's that's what it is. They are. And you, you've got these people of salt, like they're, they're prostituting themselves online to, I, I don't know who's paying them, but I know they're getting offered money. I, I'd imagine some sort of advertising agency is funneling them money or they're getting funneled money from some either a yeah. government body or wherever they get their money from. Well, it, it'd, go, it'd go through agencies, but I think we can all um, make a fair assumption at the who's paying the bills. So when that's happening, you've got these people who are just selling, they're selling themselves out for money. I don't care how much that money is, whether it's a thousand dollars a month, or ten thousand a month. I've heard some people getting ten thousand dollars a month or more to push the the narrative, um, and but none of those people have any qualifications whatsoever. They don't know what they're talking about, and a lot of them probably don't even believe what they're saying. They're just saying it because there's a financial incentive to do it. Now, can you imagine, like morally, I, I've lost two. I've lost two sponsors, Matt, uh, for the podcast before it even started because yeah. of what I say and what I stand for. And I could have got, I could have got them back and said, Oh, listen, I'll change what I say. You know, I'll start talking to different people about different things. And, but I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, for me, a character is the main, like, your character is what you are and who you are. If you sell that out for, for money, you got nothing left because that money will stop. These people need to realize that this, not that I care. I don't want to help them. But the, the money will stop and they're going to have all these people. And if the narrative ever flips from the government, they do it. They turn on people overnight, the mainstream media. Look what they did to Gladys. They're praising Gladys day in, day out, nonstop. And then the minute she resigned, the next day, here's what Gladys went, got wrong. Here's where she went wrong. Well, they're just slamming up overnight. Mm. So, and news.com.au are the fucking best at doing that. They'll, they'll yeah. flip it. So these people, I've seen them. I know people that uh, started using social media, a similar time to myself, who got a bit of a name for themselves doing whatever it was, done some TV interviews, spoke to a few radio shows, then had something go wrong or they'd done something wrong and they, they just completely flipped on them. So it's going to happen to them as well. But the, you can't bully. If someone doesn't want to get vaccinated, let's make this very clear. If someone doesn't want to get vaccinated, that's their choice. Now, the entire argument of it's a, it's a, you're being selfish. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you're being selfish. How are you being selfish? Now, let me explain. Can I just say, yeah, go. Yeah, like, how are you being, is exactly following on exactly what you say. And I was just having a conversation with someone, you know, just before I jumped on. It is not being selfish to not want to take something that has not, and there's just no comeback to this. What's the long term safety data of this? No one knows. No, well, you can't it, argue that. You there can't are arguments. Argue. I've heard a few, and the argument mainly is, yeah, well, you know what? Because we needed it so quickly, there was so much money put into the research of it, and the the. But it's like, mate, research doesn't uh, money. Money doesn't buy time. Mate, I just I, I I listened to a video the other day of Fauci and Gates. Watched it, listened to it. So my own eyes, watching them talk on camera, saying the trade off to the speed of the turnaround is going to be safety testing that was the one thing they said so of course there is going to be trade-offs and that is going to be the safety the amount of data we have on the safety that's a pretty big thing wouldn't you think but Pfizer is Pfizer are about to do a test in a city in Brazil I shared that the other day I'll, yeah. because um yeah to, to do some long-term studies on it to see how it, how it works against different variants how long it is before the the protection wears off like how can you not know those two very fundamental how's it, how it works with other variants and how long does the protection last? You yeah, should have before, that answered before you start pumping that shit yeah. into people. And before anyone tries to say oh, I'm anti-vax or I'm anti-science, I'm completely not. I'm completely opposite. My son, who is four, has had all his immunizations. I've had all my immunizations. Um, I'm no troubles with vaccines with the trialed, tested and proven over time. Science is meant to be debated, questioned, theorised, peer-reviewed, none of which, the test of time is the biggest thing, none of which have has happened on this occasion. So I'm not anti-anything, I'm not anti-science. Um, I've been saved from life-saving medical treatment with 
you know, I went through chemo, chemotherapy um, and had an operation to remove a cancerous tumour. Um, that's science. But that's, yeah. that's, would I have taken a brand new chemo drug that was only been on the market for a couple of months and um, with no knowledge of, you know, really what could happen a year, two years, three years down the track? No. I would have said, have you got anything old for me? You know, have you got something yeah. that's... Tried and true. I'll take one, mate. If they had something that's that's been around for this, you know, this is very hypothetical. But if they had a um, a vaccine that's that's been on the market for, for five, ten years, mate, I'll stick it in my eyeballs and take it. Yeah, you know, most of us would. It's, it's proven the test of time. The only, and that's the the majority of people I speak to are just concerned of of what it will do. Yeah, the side effects might be rare. I get that. The immediate side effects. But you can't yeah. tell me you know what will happen in two years or in three years or to women who are, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old now. What happens when they try and go get pregnant? Because I've listened to some, uh, as have you, you've spoken to, I've spoken to some, some world-renowned professors that are actually getting shunned and, and censored in all this. Uh, are saying that there's, you know, some very serious issues that could come when women want to try and conceive or, you know, things like that. And, and no one can answer that now. They can say, oh, it's safe for pregnant women. How do you know? It's been on the market for, what, max a year? Well, define safe. That's, that's the thing. We've got to define safe. And that's what people don't understand. People always say this drug is safe and effective. Define what's safe and effective because... From what I'm seeing from around the world, and we have to understand, people go, yeah, but we live in Australia, not Israel, not Singapore, not the UK. But listen, we're, we're lucky and fortunate enough in this country to be able to see what's happening ahead of time based on the fact that those other countries rolled the vaccines out sooner and quicker than we have. So let me let me explain this, Matt, um, and then we'll, we'll get on to something else. But I wanted to make this point very clear, is that, Okay, let's just say my next door neighbor, who I don't know at all, he's a 75-year-old man. Obviously, you consider him a vulnerable person. Now, I don't know him at all. Don't know him. I just know he lives next door. Now, the, if I was to get the virus, COVID-19, there is a, based on the Australian government statistics, so this isn't no fucking number I'm making up. It's no conspiracy. This is on the government's website. If you break down all the numbers, cases, fatalities, age group, etc. There is a 0.03% chance that I will succumb to the virus. There is a 4% chance, just over a 4% chance that I'll end up in hospital and less than a 1% chance that if I did have to go to the hospital, that I'd be in the ICU. Based on those numbers, right, there'd be no benefit for me to take this vaccine. You wouldn't take it at all. Like If it was any other illness, you wouldn't take it based on those numbers. Now, mm. Their argument to that is, yeah, but you're being selfish because it protects others. No, it doesn't protect others. We can see from data overseas, from what's happening in this country now, it's starting to all happen, that you can see time and time and time and time again, breakthrough cases, vaccinated people, fully vaccinated people catching the virus, some of them in fact dying, and fully vaccinated people, not only giving it to other vaccinated people, but giving it to unvaccinated people. So we know there is no debate that if you are fully vaccinated, you can still get the virus and spread the virus. That's not up yeah. for debate. That's fact. So how am I being selfish? Even if I'm fully vaccinated, I can get the virus and spread the virus to Bob next door, who's a vulnerable person. And you know what yeah. happens then? I dare say that if Bob had a brain, he'd probably prefer me not to be because at least he may know because if there's anything that this vaccine may do, it seems to reduce Initially, symptoms. after you get it, it seems to reduce the symptoms of the individual. So there's more of a chance of old mate Bob next door knowing that I've got COVID if I'm unvaccinated than if I'm fully vaccinated. So how is it selfish if I make the decision that I don't want to get the vaccine for myself? The vaccine doesn't help others. It doesn't. It still spreads. So it's got nothing to do with, with whether or not I'm selfish. It's a personal choice. Now, People also say that the government aren't forcing you to take it. 
Well, they okay, they're not forcing you. That's fair enough. They're not pinning you down and, and sticking it in your arm. But they're giving you ultimatums. You can't go, you can't work. You can't go to fucking Kmart, Big W, wherever you want to go. You can't go out for lunch if you're not vaccinated. So as, as you know, it's coercion. Now you can't tell somebody like that a choice has to be in the absence of coercion well, yeah, manipulation. It, it, it informs consent without coercion, I believe, is is the rule of what, the Nuremberg Code? Well, there's many of them that state similar things, but just in principle, you can't say someone has a choice if there's coercion and, and, and manipulation or blackmail involved in the situation. That's not choice. Yeah. So these these people are coming out and saying that, oh, you know, you're being... Fuck off. No one's being selfish. No one at all, but yeah. you're a self-entitled little fuck that thinks... You know what else? But you're you know a, what you're else? virtue signaling. That's all it is. You're a virtue signal. There's nothing else. It's all these people, you know, the, the, those very same people that you're saying, oh, you're selfish and stuff, you know, while they're sitting at home. I'm I'm abiding by the laws um, sitting at home. That's great. So you should yeah, abide by the laws. That's what we're we're saying to do but then the second that you you get that sore shoulder you're like footage and and stuff that i saw come out of new south wales you're outside you're hugging people at the at the pub you you know you're licking people on the face sharing drinks again jumping around hugging and kissing fucking just two weeks ago you were telling me that you were doing this to save everyone else around you and that i was a selfish fuck and now you're out with 30 of your mates licking each other's faces at the pub. Like, (laughs) that's got to be putting someone else at risk, doesn't it? Who's fucking selfish now? Well, apparently no other risk involves, no matter what you do, unless it involves COVID, you're not selfish, you're not putting anyone at risk. That's the way the landscape is at the moment. That's why I get fucking angry when you have people like Abby Chatfield, who's promoting the vaccine, how to stay safe in the pandemic, how to protect others, Getting, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know her. No, I I don't know her, but I don't need to know her. I don't want to know her because she's not, listen, she's a cunt of a human being. You can't sit there. I'm sure she's getting paid to to do what she's doing too. Regardless, yeah, I know, but regardless of that, Matt, just because you're getting paid doesn't justify you being a cunt and treating other people like shit. Um, Yeah, I know, I'm I'm making that point. You can't sit there. You had Sam Frost who came out and was very emotional. You can, I could see, even with the fucking sound off, I didn't have to listen to the video to say that she's struggling mentally. For someone like Abby Chatfield, who's got such a large fucking cult-like following, she doesn't have to personally target her. She knows what she's doing when she makes a comment. She knows it's going to trigger her fucking weird left fan base to go and attack that person to the point where Sam Frost removed her social media. So she knows what she's doing. For her to make a video, which I haven't watched it because I can't, I don't want to get chlamydia through my phone, but that video... That she posted apparently said, uh, "I didn't, I didn't even do anything. I didn't even do anything. I just said that I choose war today. Oh, whatever the fuck she said. Oh, I don't. I choose peace today. Sorry, whatever she went on about. That in itself is going to encourage her twisted followers to start targeting that person. Well, they did, yeah, and they did. So she's behind that. So I don't care how much she's getting paid. It doesn't give you an excuse to be a cunt of a human being." And to, to have no compassion, no empathy for others, regardless whether you dis, you agree or disagree with her decision, shut the fuck up, leave yeah. her alone. And 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 again, and I know you're exactly the same through our conversations. I I don't care what someone does if you choose to get it and you think it's the best decision for you. Awesome, like really happy for you. If you choose not to get it and you think that's the best decision for you, same thing. Good on you. Well done, but to choose between your your job um, and and making an income from your family, like it, it's so wrong on so many levels, and I I, ju- I can't fathom how people can't see that. Like, how do you not see that? It's mass propaganda. It's it's the mainstream media constantly pumping out a narrative. It's the government getting on TV every day, eleven o'clock. It's it's a it's propaganda. The, the New South Wales press conferences at eleven o'clock were a fucking. They, they were more than a. They weren't a, a health update. They were a like main event. But people actually waited for eleven o'clock and tuned in. Like I had people outside a shopping centre stop what they're doing and watch it. Like it's mass propaganda and programming of the people. 
And do you people- know what's crazy? You want to know some crazy numbers? Yeah. Um, and I've known this, but I got reminded of it today. And this is Queensland alone. One person on average in Queensland is diagnosed with cancer every 20 minutes. Shit. 20 minutes on average, one person with cancer is diagnosed. Wow. And that's just Queensland alone. Put that nationwide. What it, I mean, what oh. it's got to be, it's got to be five plus every minute then, doesn't it? Or, or at least three or four plus. Uh, easy. Um, that's insane, is it not? It's very, it is insane. And cancer, like in your case, Matt, I, I think your cancer was something that was just a unfortunate um, disease that I don't think you did anything to, to, well, you definitely, it's not like a smoker where they get lung cancer when they're 60 and you know, they sort of, that's because they smoked. Yours was random. And it was um, one of those very unfortunate cases of, of it happening to young people really for no reason. And they, they probably still don't know the reasons behind what causes that, that type of cancer. No. So, yeah. but cancer in itself, a lot of it is due to the environment, the pollution in the air, smoking, the chemicals and preservatives in our food, a lot of that's where a lot of cancers come from because cancer was not this prevalent in society fucking 50 years ago, even 20 years ago. It's growing each year. Now, why is that? Mm. Because of those things I've just, I've just uh, mentioned, but it's going to get to the point where every single person gets cancer at some point. For sure. Yeah. Then they're going to start getting younger. Like prostate cancer. It was unheard of. My father had prostate cancer around about, uh, shit 15 years ago now maybe roughly now yeah. at the time it was unheard of for a man under the age of 40 to even have to worry about it. now yeah. uh, because my father had it i have to get checked for it. i just get a check once a year the psa it's easy blood test just yeah. to see what my psa level is and uh, mine's good thankfully but there's a lot of men now in their mid-20s late 20s early 30s where their psa is elevated now, yeah. that was unheard of when my dad got it 15 years ago. If you went to a doctor, they'd almost tell you, no, what's the point? You're not going to get it. Yeah. But it just shows you that disease is progressing. The, 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 the time of onset, the time to de- like the, from a, the time when you're diagnosed to when it gets out of control um, and, and terminal, that's shortening. Um, and, oh, man, it's very concerning and what's not, happening. And, and, and not once throughout, and I've been big on this, the whole time, because again, um, and I know you agree with me, I understand people die from this thing. Um, it is very sad. I've, I, I do know people who have family members who are, who are young um, and who have got quite ill. You know, and Thankfully, they haven't died, but obviously people are dying. We're not denying that, but not once has anyone of authority the government in this country for sure anyway can confidently say that come out and spoken to us about what we could be doing for our health uh you know the food the nutrition the stuff that you eat the the exercise um fresh air sunlight like where's that on their on their daily fear of numbers there's 460 odd australians die every every day rain hail or before covid that's yeah. what happens. That's the number, 460. Put that up on the screen every day and put a percentage of what, what they're dying from and it's yeah. going to be heart disease, cancer, things like that, which have been proven to be reduced through good nutrition, through exercise and a healthy lifestyle. And not once has any of these maggots stood up and said, you know, given the daily numbers for COVID and said, Everyone needs to look at what they're eating, look what they put into their shopping trolley, eat more fruit and vegetables, eat more stuff from the earth, go out and exercise, get your fresh air, still keep your distance. You know, you can still wear your mask if you want, but get out and and work on your health through A, B, C, D, E, because all these things have proven the test of time. They do make you better. Not once. I've heard that in this country. It is a disgrace. In the Scandinavian countries, who I've got family and friends who live there, um, they spoke about it. They handled things very differently to us and and, uh, life is normal over there and has pretty much remained normal the past 18 months. Um, But they used to speak about it during. They used to give um, knowledge to the people of, of things that they can eat and 
and things that they can do to, to better their lifestyle. And they have a very, a much lower rate than we do of all those diseases that Ben, you have just listed of heart disease and cancers and things like that. Yeah. So why is that? Well, let me tell you that there's some interesting studies about the prevalence of dementia, um, which is obviously a disease that's probably one of the worst diseases you can get. In fact, I've, I've told people close to me that if I ever get it, like drug me or kill me, I don't want to be alive and live like that. Fuck that. But there's a few studies I've read that are quite interesting in regards to the difference of the dementia rates in, in Scandinavia and Western countries. Um, and based on what I've seen and what I've sort of taken from that, it looks like a lot of that is, is diet and stress, stress primarily being the big one, because as we know, like Scandinavia compared to the Western countries, much, much easier way to live, less stressful, happier. Um, it's apparently a great place to live. Uh, whereas in these Western countries, uh, Australia, the US, the UK, it's a very stressful life just to survive. You've got to work your ass off just to survive and get by, let alone be successful. So mm. Sydney, like Sydney's ridiculous in terms of cost of living is ridiculous yeah. for what it is. Like, let's be honest, unless you're in the heart of Sydney, right at the heart of it, Sydney's shit. It's rubbish. It's busy. It stinks. It's fine. <laughs> It's um, it's not, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. It's I can't comment on it. I haven't obviously lived there, so. Oh man. Yeah. So, but listen, Matt. We all like. At what point do people like you and I stop getting called a conspiracy theorist for calling out the obvious that this isn't about health? Because if it was, they'd be talking about the benefits of set of vitamin D, C, different supplements, diet, exercise, sunlight, all these things. They'd be. When this first came out, they started the lockdowns. I would think if I was a premier or, or anywhere in the government, to be honest, I'd make a, you'd think they would say, okay, well, the first two industries that we need to close, if this is about health, would be tobacconists and bottle shops. The first two that yeah. I would think of that can contribute to poorer health would be, well, three, you'd have fast food, you'd have tobacconists and bottle shops. Fast food's yeah. a bit different. Uh, but definitely tobacconists and bottle shops. But yet, throughout the entire pandemic, while everything else was closed, everything else was closed, including gyms, bottle shops and tobacconists have always remained open. Not only were they open, but they were open because they were deemed essential. That's right. So you can't sit here as an Australian. Look, I don't know how anyone can sit here and honestly believe it's about health. I don't know how they. I don't know how they come to that conclusion that oh, this is. We're being told the right thing and what, you know, the government are doing what's, what's right for us. No, they're not. They're not doing it. It's never been about health. It's not. It's about, this is my opinion. It's about control. It's about, and you can see that the people that yeah. aren't vaccinated aren't getting punished because they don't want to be vaccinated because of their health. They're getting punished because government would know very well that fully vaccinated people can still spread it. We're getting yeah. punished because We've, we've gone against the government. We've gone against the government. That's why we're being punished. That, see, see, talking about it like we are now and things like that, we're expressing our opinion, um, which the last time I checked is totally fine, law-abiding part of a democratic society, except it's becoming less and less. It's, it's almost not. You know, like there's a very thin line now what I know definitely what you can say on, on, on social media, what you can say even here um, before there's consequences, uh, you know, maybe not legal consequences because but I don't know to, to how long, to how long, like I'm entitled to my opinion, you're entitled to your, your opinion. And again, this is, as I said, I don't, if someone wants to, wants to take it if someone wants to believe um every single word the media and the government say all right i don't hate you i i think that you probably need to expand your uh awareness and and get out of the box because i think if you asked people in 2019 do you trust the media 90 percent of people would have said no no no." you know you know that shit same probably same with the government you know politicians lie um, you know, media lie. How many people would have would have said they trust every every word the media and the and and politicians say in two thousand nineteen? 
Not many. No. But what really woke me up to this was when I had the police knock at my door and, and wanted to speak to me about my opinion on social media. And I couldn't, and to this day, I can't understand the purpose of the visit as to why they want to speak to me about my opinion. I don't incite violence. I don't incite anything. I've never once um, encouraged or, or incited protests or, or disobedience or, or anything like that. I've never encouraged or incited anyone to break the law. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm speaking my mind. And as an Australian who was born and raised here, I'm concerned about the way yeah. this country is going. That's it. I'm concerned about us losing our freedom and concerned about us. If you were to look at like, countries around the world have spoken out and said that we're pretty much on the way to communism. That's what it looks like from other countries. We're inside of it. I'm telling you, that's what I'm seeing. Hmm. When you have the majority of the population scared of a government, that's when shit starts going wrong. Throughout history, it's never worked out. It's never been a good thing. And I think that, that I think I saw a, a poll or something the other day. It was something like eighty percent of people that have been vaccinated have only done it to get back on with their normal life. Um, yeah, and I get that like far out. I I, I really do. Like I sympathise with people that. They clearly don't want to get it, but they're like, how am I, how am I going to feed my family? How am I going to go back to work? How am I going to go take my wife out for dinner? Like things they enjoy. That's shit house, mate. If, if 80% of people aren't getting it um, for their health, like that tells you, yeah, they don't actually trust everything, but they're, they're getting forced into doing it and they're doing it. And I understand why they're doing it for all those reasons, but that's not, the country that people think Australia is or was, you know, no. that, that it's, it, that's can't be right. Yeah. And that's no, not, and it's a shame to see the way this country is going. It really is. Like I used to be proud. I, I'd still say I am proud. I'm definitely proud of being an Australian, but I, I'm not proud of the government we have at the moment. If that yeah. makes sense. And, and people need to stop. People need to stop hating on each other. Uh, people need to stop hating on on, on the police, like I've got friends in the police, not, you know, in different states. Um, sure, there's a couple of bad eggs, which you've seen, but there's there's bad eggs everywhere on both sides of the fence. People need to, it's not you versus, you know, your neighbour on this. It shouldn't be you versus anyone, but to, to you know, to come out and bully people online, to have media attack people, for people to lose relationships, divorce i've heard stories of that that's fucked up um like come together like be more compassionate as i said you can see what you've got to put yourself in if if 80 percent of people are getting it just to get back their freedoms you can't hate on someone for getting it if you don't want to get it sweet don't hate on them they fucking sure as hell shouldn't hate on you for not wanting to get it you know why that's why i've remained i haven't and you'll notice this by looking at me i never target an individual I never do, unless, unless, and even then it's not even targeting. It's just giving them back what they've dished out. I'll never come out and, and, and bag someone for getting vaccinated, an individual. The people I have a problem with is those ones who get vaccinated and act like they've sacrificed their lives for me and for everyone else. Like, mate, no, yeah. you're not a fucking hero. You made a decision. I don't care what anybody says. No one would have sat there in a chair and got a needle in the arm to protect solely to protect other people. No, that's not the way humans yeah. work. <laughs> when have we ever done that? When have we ever in history, like there's a very few occasions where you'd might like whooping cough. I only got yeah. that and I will only get that to protect uh, two infants. But mm. besides that, you know, like we don't get, I don't get a flu shot to protect anybody else. I don't get a flu shot period, but if I was to get it, it's solely to protect the individual getting the flu shot, not mm. anybody else. So stop acting like they need to stop doing it. And that's why I, I've seen a lot of shit from a lot of people online, uh, influencers, and I know you hate the term, but what else do I call them, mate? They've really got nothing. They'll form a reality show fucking who are now nobodies. What do you call them? Yeah. There's no other word for them. So influencers, yeah. right, that have made comments about the situation in, in general. Um, and I haven't said anything because, you know what, as of, they're entitled to their opinion. 
But when they start targeting people like Sam Frost, obviously, I don't know her, obviously, but she's a human being. And guess what? I have this thing. It's called compassion and empathy for other people. And I can't sit back and let people like that talk about not just Sam Frost, but there's been many people where they, they, they give their opinion on it. They get slammed for their own opinion. Yeah. Um, and then those same people who do the bullying start crying in videos or making responses. Oh, it's quite funny that now, you know, the bullies, the bullies that are calling me out are now bullying me. You can't bully a bully. You can't bully a bully. That's like if someone at school pushes a kid around and the kid fights back, that kid's not being a bully. He's defending himself. You can't bully a bully. So yeah. that's what I mean. That those people like that who, who will do what they want to do, then when they get called out on their bullshit, they want to play the victim. Well, fuck you. If you yeah. can dish it out, you can take it back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's when just the diversion comes in and, and the segregation, segregation of the community and there's people jumping up and down that you touched on saying that's not segregation. Segregation is um, something that they can't help and um, you're just privileged and using throwing that term around. Like, wake up. Stop stop attacking each other. Why, why, since, why do you, like, you know, as you've said, you can still get it, you can still pass it on accept people's decisions, accept um, the way, you know, accept them, accept people for who they are, which we've had, isn't that fucking crazy that we've had all growing up, we've been, had that drubbed into us, accept people for who they are and things like that. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden you've actively got media, media personalities, the government telling you, that they're not going to accept you because by telling you you can't go to work, they're not accepting you. You can't earn money because of a certain status. That's not acceptance. Uh, and it's just creating a really big divide in the community. I see it all the time. I know you do. Um, I deal with heaps of people daily through my job. Um, I train people online through all works, walks of life, people in the army, airplane pilots, flying international, police officers, all of them. Um, and when you don't speak about it, I mean, obviously I don't talk about it with, with that. It works separate, but they've brought it up a few times and they're all saying the same thing. And, and again, I would touch on all those people like uh, that are having to enforce the laws. That are necessary. And you've said the same thing to me. They don't want to be doing that. You've heard them talk about it. You heard that the New South Wales cops came out and spoke about that, didn't they? Say that we can't enforce that. There's been many, uh, many officers who have said, yeah, and it's, they don't want to do fuck it. Fuck, mate, I tell you what, I would, I would hate to be a cop at this point in time and have to have to do some of the things that they're doing. I honestly, like, I it'd be shit, it. wouldn't it? I'd have to go, on, I'd either have to resign or go and leave. I couldn't. You know what? The people who don't necessarily comply with the the restrictions, they're not again, they're not bad people. They're frustrated. They're probably struggling mentally. If you know you catch somebody at their friend's place, you have to or their family's house, understand that person has been separated from their family, especially in New South Wales, for three months, four months. Yeah. Like, and th- that's what people don't they're not a bad person, they've had enough. And if this was any other situation, people would be sympathizing with them. But because it's COVID, everyone, like, every, that, that's the problem. It's like everyone's yeah, they get got... They get, they, get, they get put up in the media like they're the worst human in the world. The, the whole thing, Matt, makes no sense, mate. And, and it's evident in the policies. It's evident in the dates, like, like Freedom Day. Then, what, there's, I think, three of them. There's one, then there's another one at 80%. There's another one at... December 1st, like the fact they use December 1st, like they used a date to determine when it's safe without knowing what the vaccination rate will be by then. They have no idea. Yeah. They're, they're choosing, they're picking a date for when it's safe for people to reintegrate into the society. Yeah. That aligns. That's not science. Yeah. That's not in the, that's nothing to do with health. That's a punishment for not complying with their demand. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, because you didn't listen to us, you have to wait six weeks extra. Yeah, six weeks. That's good enough. That's yeah. what they're doing. Because what, yeah. ha- what happens if, as they said, 
as the prem, the new premier said, whom by the way I'm not very impressed with so far, but I'll give him a chance. He um he has come out and said that the date won't be moving for December first, but yet the the date for the eighty percent they're going to move, jump they're they're jumping between Monday coming and the following Monday depending on where the rates at. So how can you how can you change that, but not change December first? If well, we were to hit eighty percent a week sooner, shouldn't we bring the December first date a week earlier? That's logical. Well, I think you know the know the answer to that one, and that's because there's a, a certain percentage of the community that is getting told off, like a naughty, naughty school children, and getting punished. There was an article on news.com.au. Oh, I have to try and find it. Uh, well, also, the headline was something along the lines of, um, "Now with our uh, freedom back, how can you make sure you're not mingling with unvaccinated people?" No way. I, yeah, mate, honestly, that was their headline of their article. I'll, um, yeah, I'll jump on and try to find it. Where are we at? No. I, was, I was reading it. I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? That's, <laughs> that is straight, um, what's the word? It's, it's, it's causing, it's drawing the line more down the middle of society between the vaxxed and unvaxxed. Yeah. That's, that's all that's doing. It, 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 you know, they know what they're doing. Of course they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's a, that's a shame, but it's also a concern. There were well. so many articles that I've read that were along those lines of, of um, how to protect yourself from unvaccinated people, how to stop, how do you make sure you're not mingling with them in the community? Well, <laughs> listen, unvac- just because somebody's unvaccinated, I guess this is a news flash for everyone. This is breaking real news, though, real news. Just because somebody's unvaccinated does not mean they have the virus. It does not mean they're sick. It does not mean they're contagious. Just because somebody's unvaccinated doesn't people assume that as soon as someone, oh shit, they're gonna they might give me the virus. I'm 99 percent sure that person doesn't even have the virus. What are you worried about? Like that's that that's the frame, that's the frame of mind people are in at the moment. And I don't know what's going on as to why people are so gullible and falling for this shit, how they don't see through it. Like, how hard is it? I don't know, mate. It's pretty obvious to me that that nothing adds up. Nothing makes sense. And when you have that many concerns, and as you said, 80% of people only got it because they wanted their freedom back or to go back to work, et cetera. When when there's that many people skeptical about getting something to protect themselves or, or others, you have to ask why. Why is everyone so skeptical? Yeah. And it's not because of the, quote, anti-vaxxers online. It's got nothing to do with that. It, it's got to do with the fact that the data that's been brought forward to us, uh, people aren't buying it. People are going, well, yeah, okay, but it still doesn't seem like I should really have to be overly concerned about it. Most people are over. Most people are over it. Yeah. Most people aren't worried about it anymore. No, about and that's and that's why. Yeah, I'm, I just want to keep doing what I've been doing and and advocate for for mental health and physical health. You know, that's my job um, in a legal way. Um, again, one last time, I shouldn't have done what I did. I am regretful, but people, you know, people need to get out there, get away from the TV, get away from screens um, and do what they can to look after their health because people that you watch on the TV screens, they don't care about you and your family. No, you know, that, at the end of the day, that, the people making the rules don't care about you. The people enforcing the rules, sure. I've got no doubt that, you know, or the medical staff, police, firefighters, all those emergency service people, Mate, to do that job, you've got to you've got to have compassion, don't you? That's why you go into it to look after yeah. the people. So yeah, they do, but the people, the rules that they are following, the orders from their bosses, they don't give two fucks. So people need to put their own health in their own hands, turn off the TV, and and get on with what you can control, and that is that very fact of of your own health. Definitely. The- Look, the fact that Instagram banned the hashtags sunshine, natural immunity, like they banned sunshine. 
don't know if it's still banned or not. Um, but when I was talking to Dr. Campbell the other week, he was telling me that um, it was banned. Sunlight, sorry, not sun, sunlight. Sunlight was banned. Okay. Now, is this really about health? Because of, why would you ban that? Um, yeah. There's many well, things again. that point in that direction. So I think people need to wake up and and just do a bit of their own homework, a bit of their own research. Sure, there's nuts out there who make up shit and create yeah. drama that doesn't exist. But at the end of the day, that's not everybody. There are genuinely good people out there like yourself, Matt, who are trying to do the right thing by everybody and just standing up for what you believe in, mate. So well done. Thank you, mate. But, uh, mate, we'll, uh, we'll sign off here anyway. But, uh, Matt, as a pleasure, mate. Oh, sorry. Always a pleasure, should I say. <laughs> always a pleasure. Always uh, a pleasure. Christopher, always. And uh, we'll definitely do this again, mate. Thank you, mate. Thanks for having me.